0: This
1: nation was founded by men of many nations and backgrounds. It was founded on the principle that all men are created equal. Mayday, mayday. Going down.
2: You take your red pill. You stay in
0: Wonderland. And I show
2: you how deep the rabbit Human beings are a disease. A cancer of this planet. I see dead. The power, of the power of
0: Christ compels you! The power of Christ compels you! The power
2: of Christ compels you! The power of Christ compels you! Hello, sexy motherfuckers. Ooh, we're bringing the arousal part of it. We're,
1: bring, we're going back to
2: our uh, roots. That's right. Don't oh, yeah. You guys, you guys will be lusting after us. In no time. Uh-oh. What
1: up? Laugh lust. Um, laugh, laugh So for those of you who are first-time listeners, I'm just going to get it out of the way because uh, I want to get into this topic because I really like this topic. That's um cool. We are the Swerve Podcast, and we are three random guys on a mission to understand everything in the universe, one obscure topic at a time. So our premise is super fucking simple. Every week we pick a topic we don't really know anything about. Uh, we research it and then we dissect it on the fly here on the pod and try make sense of things. Um, in the case of this one, this is Waco this week. Uh, I actually was familiar with it, so it wasn't super random. But I felt like this this was one a good one to do because we had it was listener requested and yes, requested Patreon requested. Patreon requested. So it did swerve off the path. So is this, this uh, Humpy Joe? This is Humpy Joe. We're doing Humpy a Joe Faka. just for you, buddy. It's a good topic. It's a good topic. So I'll uh, let's let's have uh, our in-house mixologist talk about the second component of this podcast. <laughs> the
2: in-house mixologist is bringing the heat this week. <laughs> um, well, no, that's just, that's sarcasm. A little tougher. So we're via Zoom, so it's tough for me to do well you guys aren't here so we're just uh <laughs> well i mean you could still dabble in the moonshine <laughs> no no that's the punishment shot that is for when i fuck up that's for next week for me too <laughs> um okay so the second component is... a lot
1: of shots next next time
2: <laughs> good that's what it's yours like Mrs. dragon's like why does there's this bottle of moonshine i'm like don't ask questions <laughs> just it's just there oh my god it's like
0: Miss Dragon, if you fuck up, you're taking a shot. you yeah, fucking
2: yes. yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Now Well, you know what talking. that's
1: a reference to? Yeah, step out of line. <laughs> our dear departed friend who our, uh, quote, the catchphrase of the podcast is... Uh, our closing phrase. Our closing phrase of the podcast is in remembrance of...
0: Slap that ass and ride the wave. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Okay. Not oh, uh, yet though. Stick with us for an hour. Yeah, then let's let's
1: talk hour. about this second component. Okay, <laughs> yeah. So we
2: like to get a little uh loose, as you can tell just from listening for the last. Goosey minute. Goosey. We uh it doesn't take much, obviously, but um <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like we uh Yeah, we like to dabble in the booze. We try normally to be a little more creative with our you know, you know, try some craft beers, different wines, you know, some shots or uh what's the other one cocktails um but Um, but, you know because of busy lives and um covid not really covid anymore well it's all things so relevant wear those masks um we're being via zoom so i'm just do it i had a white claw that's already down the hatch and uh and i have a budweiser that. Well, no, it's up to plate, up to bat. Oh, no. it's, 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 it's half it's, gone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably another fisting. White Claws on deck. Um, what do
0: you guys got? Envy, do you want to go first? Uh, I'm actually just drinking water. I have to drive after this. So, soft. Okay, Pitching out a little tonight.
1: Sure, sounds good. Fair so, enough. I'm going to start the pod off with some of this Ooh. pink Ooh. Whitney mixing we'll start, it up we'll start with this is uh, mixing it up changing it up a, a bit i got a long night ahead of me so we're going with this
0: tell our pink listeners whitney. out there what a pink whitney is they know what it is
1: so we'll just bang out a couple of those to start so pink whitney is a
2: for those of you who don't know it's from the spit and Chocolates podcast it is a it is a what is it uh pink lemonade and vodka mix and actually, Magnum. I've done this before. If you want to get really fucked, you mix it with your white claw. Oh my goodness! Have five of those,
1: and you're gone. I don't. I couldn't have oh, five have of those. five
0: regular white claws, and you'd be gone. Yeah, too. like <laughs> I can't. What? I
1: can't do what you just said in any. What? <laughs> that's just a
2: warm up, fellas. Five white claws, and you're gone. Jeez. I don't drink coffee. Yes. I like.
0: I drink once a week with you
2: guys, and that's about it. Man, that's a that's a warm up. Okay. Well. <laughs> also, another. I just wanted to. Sh- I want to shout this out too or maybe a little PSA. I've been uh, dabbling into the like the CBD oils and stuff. Yep, and la- okay. and last time when we uh last week when we did uh, our topic, I put a few too many drops in and I definitely zoned out hard. <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, also just PSA to people if you're new to it like myself, uh and how uh, envy will drink four white claws and get white girl wasted maybe uh just work yourself into it type of thing just uh Fair. fyi Start little slow. housekeeping no yeah, yeah that's that's yep. good to know Build the good tolerance
1: to absolutely all right so wacko right, so waco so we've we've babbled on so let's hop into the basics here so the waco siege which we will talk about for the next <laughs> Remainder of the podcast, it was a law enforcement siege on a compound that belonged to the Branch Davidians, which is a religious sect that was led by this guy named David Koresh, who's near a handsome Waco. motherfucker. Just going to say and, that, yeah, near Waco, Texas, and it. Ha- you're correct. You're not wrong. His real name was Vernon Howell. You're right. He did. He does. But, he did change yeah. his name later. Uh, his real name is not David Koresh, but it was just. It sounds better. It was a good mm-hmm. name change. We can you we did can well. talk about yeah. that later. Yeah, I, I concur with that. Point. So, yeah, the the Waco, the Waco siege it lasted from February 28th to April 19th, 1993. So it was like a 51, 51 day days. standoff between really the government and this religious sect on this compound. So, I think they they were located at this place called Mount Carmel Center Ranch, and this is so, Central, uh, Texas. So it's it's like 21 kilometers north. East of Waco, yeah, so it's, not, it's like the Waco Siege, but it actually was like wasn't in the town from Waco. Although originally their church,
0: their place of prayer and worship, was actually in the town of Waco, and they moved it out to a farmland. Oh yeah, for all all these events occurred. Yeah, out of the out of but the yeah. public eye type. Yeah. Of thing. So we are saying that they were a religious sect, but they are also a cult.
1: Well, hey, I am going to push back on that because it depends what your definition of a cult is. So some people,
2: well, if funny. we look at a religious sect, <laughs> well, <there laughs> that's, you my, that's my definition.
0: There you go. Um, <laughs> yeah, it'll, yeah, if they, if they have some like obscure religious things, which I guess this one did follow main religion or an Old Testament, but then there was parts introduced that were similar to Keith Raniere, shout back to one of our last episodes, Episode 19. episode 19 episode 19
1: yeah. episode 18
0: so if you uh i mean whenever there's sex involved on a grand scale to me that's like culty that's, that's, that's okay cult. well
1: well like 100 percent a cult
0: wasn't it like this is for
1: cult. no no i'm no i don't that's not what i my well, research in this it depends what you mean by cult well like this is not I like, like fucking i think it's Jones based sex yeah. this is not based this is not like so did, uh, like this isn't like uh, an abuse of power. Like it depends what you mean by abuse of power. But it was so, abuse of
0: power. <laughs> well, yeah. Wasn't he way? getting?
1: Wasn't he <laughs> well, getting? Well, let's we'll get, 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 yeah, let's, let's get to the topic. Yeah. Let's get to the topic. We don't then. need to have okay. this point of contention in the basics right now. Um. So, sure. Whatever. It's a religious sect. It's a cult. It's. Uh, we'll we'll go with that for now. But basically, in the basics here, the the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms, so ATF this will be important to remember because this is going to come up multiple times, the ATF department. They they obtained a search warrant for the compound and they had warrants for arrest for David Koresh and some select members from the Branch Davidians yeah. as they suspected they were stockpiling illegal weapons, which I'm just mm-hmm. going to say here, they actually, this they had a fuckload of weapons and guns, but none of yeah. them were illegal. So let's just say so, that here. We, we can you want to get into it later? Because there's a whole bunch. No,
0: I I do. Just in addition to that, um, in addition to the weapons, they also believe that they were making drugs, methamphetamines at the site. So they actually tried to get other departments like DEA involved as well. Yeah. And it's with them, but yeah. So the search warrant was mainly for weapons, but it had other criteria to it as well. So So
1: that, okay. That's a good point. So the incident, it begins the ATF. They get their search warrant, they're, they're going to go you know, serve their warrant, make their arrests, but the Branch Davidians were alerted to this to this coming, so they were prepared. So we don't know what happened. At this point in the basics, we don't really know what happened, and I don't think anybody knows what happened, but a gunfight breaks out between the ATF and the Branch Davidians at this compound in uh, Mount Caramel. And four government agents, so four of the ATF members, they're killed. And then six Branch Davidians are killed in this incident. And it was like, a, I think it was like a 90-minute incident or something. And then after that, this is when like the FBI gets involved. And then there's a 51-day standoff between uh, the Branch Davidians mm-hmm. in their compound and the FBI. And yeah. it eventually leads the FBI... At the end, they assault. They come in with tear gas. The compound goes up in flames. Seventy six Branch Davidians die. Right, Twenty five fucking children die, including two pregnant uh, two pregnant women die as well. Yeah. And David Koresh also perishes um, in the in the incident. It's bloody. So yeah. it, it, it's it's a it's one of the, it's an incident between the government and a lot of people. suggest. and I, I'm going to be pretty biased about this. I think. Based on already us disagreeing about the cult and the religious, to me it was an overstep of the government, and they just murdered a bunch of citizens. Is how I look at it. Well, uh, and that sets us up, man. I think I think our closing
0: thoughts are going to be good. Then, Uh, like, I think we'll have a good divide. Does this mean I can sit on the fence? (laughs) No, (laughs) no one sits on the fence.
2: (laughs) God damn it! Hurts your balls. (laughs) Well, good thing I got small nuts.
0: I mean, <laughs> I mean, I got a huge balls. What are you guys talking about? Yeah. So uh, I guess in, in addition to ATF, DEA, as uh, Magna mentioned, the FBI took over the standoff later on, but there was also military personnel who were there to oversee things and give their input on how to best storm
1: and or take the premises. It's yeah. I, 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 so can I give you a stat, right? this Maybe we'll bring it yeah, up now. Yeah, go for it. So I have a stat. So, okay, FBI comes in. And this is just, again, like, I'm, this is my perspective on this. Government's completely out of line here. So the Branch Davidians, I think there's, like, I don't know what the exact number is because I didn't have there enough time to. S- that I like think, 76-something 70 members, yeah. They're in the compound. The FBI had a total of, okay, let me list this. They had 20 tanks, four combat engineering vehicles, 668 agents, 15 soldiers from the U.S. Army, 13 U.S. National Guards, 31 Texas Rangers, 101 members of public safety officers, 18 local Waco police, and 17 members of the sheriff's office. Throughout that entire 51 days, these, this is the numbers that are involved. They had an army. How the fuck do you have, you have twenty tanks? What the fuck well, is going on here? What the fuck is going on here? What are we talking about? Oh, well, obviously we're talking about the Waco winter. Yeah, I guess
0: so, well, to, to I get into it, so feel dangerous. That is; <laughs> those are very good stats, and it does show like the government. The asymmetry,
1: responses. the asymmetry, yeah, well, between the government responses scenario
0: extreme. <laughs> extreme. Like I do agree, it was too much like, too extreme, but they also did not know how many members were present on the compound at the time of serving the war. Well, they had
1: an idea because they had undercover... Yeah, th- they knew it was, like,
0: around... Uh, that was under 100, but they weren't sure how many. So, yeah, still comparing, like, 500, 600 people and 20 tanks to less than 100 civilians who, and I guess, fucking were fucking a quarter
1: of them are children. Like...
0: Yeah. yeah that, that's, what are we talking about? I mean... For all of you who do want to do like your own research, do so. But there is also a movie on Netflix, also called Waco. It's a, it's a series. Yes, it's a series. Yeah. yeah, it was very good too. I ended up watching I, uh, that as well. I
2: watched the first episode. Yeah, it's fucking nuts.
1: You should watch the whole thing. It's but actually, uh, yeah, yeah it's, I got it. Busy. It's really good. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, it, it's, it's dramatized in a lot of parts. Of course, Mm -hmm. but still, but, uh, it's, uh, I think it gets, But I mean, I would
2: suggest, uh, doing like a read up on, if you're very, um, new, never heard of this or whatever, do like a read, listen to this podcast, of course, get some, get an idea in your head and then go watch it. And you kind of know
1: what's going on. Yeah. Cause I guess it's kind of slower to start if you don't know what it's about.
0: Yeah. Well, let's jump to the background first, and then we'll work our way up to the actual events that took place. Where do you want to? Do you want to start with? Well, let's start on how it got started. How his uh yeah. sect or cult, however let's you want that. to call it. So, uh, the Davidians branch was initially uh, Shepherd's Rod Davidians, which was founded by Victor Hutef, Hutef. I'm not sure how to pronounce down yes. that, that one's a little yeah. tricky. You're I the should, pronunciation guy. Had, what do had you had mean? This
1: so, this was like yeah. 1955. Exactly. Yeah. In, in 1955, it was founded. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah and basically, it was
0: a prophecy of an upcoming imminent apocalypse that
1: involved the second uh, coming of Christ, essentially. Yes. It's just like so, basically, it was Jesus Christ's is second coming, coming back. and
0: that they needed to just build up their own supporters and followers of th- this belief to have, in, have people present for that second coming when that does happen, that they would have worthy, faithful followers. Yeah, because
1: I think... So one thing that I, I did learn uh, when I was looking at this stuff is there's a lot of religious sex that... Sex is such a weird word because it just, it's just like sounds like you're saying sex. Let's have some religious sex sects oh sect I yeah.
2: was like what yeah. I thought you were, like I thought you were saying sex <laughs> I'm like what's the point you're making but that is the point you're a making a lot
1: of religious sex has to do with no but religious sects they uh there's sex. there's s e there's very interpretations of like the scripture and a lot of them they based on their personal interpretation they'll derive a prophecy Because they're interpreting the words a certain way. And they're like, oh, this means this, this means this. So they have their own unique prophecy. And they're like, this is what's going to happen. So then they'll describe their interpretation of the scripture. And then other people might be persuaded. They're like, oh, I agree with your interpretation. So I'm going to join your sect. Or I enjoy, I I don't agree with your interpretation. I'm not going to join your sect. That's kind of how the Davidians start. They're like, this is our interpretation. If you believe it come join us exactly so
0: the original um davidians started in the town of waco texas and eventually when they earned enough money and had a big enough following like enough members that joined their group the then leader victor and founder victor hotev moved the davidians to what is known as Carmel mountain it was basically just east Mount of Caramel. waco Yeah. And they called it it Mount Caramel because it was an Israeli name. It wasn't made out of caramel. (laughs) (laughs) It was a mountain Israel mentioned in a proverb of Joshua 1926 in the Bible's Old Testament. So the founder really had a a connection to this proverb there. And then he ended up naming the, the new location after Mount Caramel. So, yeah, basically a few years after that, they moved their church to a bigger site east of the city, which was then Mount Caramel, 1959. Uh, Hotef dies and his widow takes over, and then she kind of runs things. And this is kind of where, I guess, the initial things start to tremble. You get little murmurs happening. So the original founder, the person who had the prophecy, who was a shepherd who was leading the flock ends up dying and his wife takes over who was who was a prominent figure, but she was never in the spotlight. She was never a leader, so to speak. And from she had there, a son, hey? Yeah, she did have a son. And from there, the son was actually supposed to be groomed to take over. Now, the issue, the son wasn't... In the mother's eyes, the son wasn't adept enough. He wasn't charismatic enough and didn't share the strength of belief that was needed to lead the members of the the Davidians further.
1: Yeah. So So she ended up, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, so at this point, uh, as far as I know, like this is when she starts grooming Vernon Wayne Howell, who is right. He becomes David Koresh when he changes his name. Yeah. So So Vernon Howell, let's just call him David Koresh. Sure. For the rest of it, but he was initially Vernon.
0: Yeah. So David Koresh was a member of the Davidians who joined them. And then as a child, he began to get groomed by uh, Florence Haltef, the wife of Victor Haltef. So she groomed him to be a leader, to be charismatic, and to actually lead the people. And this is where things started to get a little weird. So you have the initial founder's vision and prophecy of the final apocalypse coming and the army needing to be there. But then once David Koresh takes over and like when he gains power fully, he ends up interpreting the prophecy in his own way, which then causes ripples and causes the Davidians to break off into two main groups. And one being led, led by Rodin, I believe. Yeah. What the heck was his name? George, George Rodden.
1: George Rodden, oh, yes. Actually, I boring. think I think you were saying uh what was the fuck his name? Hotef. I might be wrong here, but you were saying Victor Hotef's wife groomed yeah. David Florence Kresh. Hotaff. I don't think it was I don't think it was Florence Hotef. I think it was uh was it Lois Rodden? I think it was George Rodden's mother that was grooming him. But I might have that wrong because my research is ass this week. Okay, no, I think I think you're right. Yeah, so like she, Lois Roden, she's um, yeah. So
0: she I was him before wife. that. It was breaking up, and it was Benjamin Rodden who took yeah George Roden. Control, lead. yeah, yeah. George Rodden
2: inherited the positions of prophet and leader of the commune. Mm-hmm. So yeah,
0: so yeah. Benjamin Rodden was the father who ended up inheriting yeah. a more leadership position. And then his wife, you're right. So I do apologize about that. Lois Rodden. That's a shot. Their son, George Rodden, <laughs> to assume the position of profit. But then she found out that or she determined that he wasn't worthy.
1: Yeah. She's like, go, she go. didn't believe in her own son, essentially. Yeah, yeah. But here's, so can, heard, I, can I throw in a fucking saucy Could fact? you imagine? Uh, you, go, you go, yeah, I know. Could you imagine your own mother being like, yeah, no. So here's fun fact uh david koresh although like the wife or she's grooming him right they Mm -hmm. were also hooking up nice oh was she no i think she was like in her 60s or something and he was like in his 20s or something that's ageism magnum Oh, whatever (laughs) get this fucking shit out of here um okay so they were actually hooking up and it was kind of weird no kidding. Obviously. So, like, George, of George Rodin, like, George Rodin, he's thinking he's supposed to be the successor, but she doesn't believe in him. So she's, like, fucking Koresh. So can you imagine what George is like? He's probably just, like... His mother's getting fucked. He's, like, fucked. David Koresh is, like, <laughs> essentially his stepdaddy. Right? <laughs> I'm your daddy shit. now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but, hey, like, I'm looking at a picture of this woman, and she is nasty. Hey, well, it's all for the Lord, man. It doesn't I mean mat, it's... ageism? Like hell, I'm, I'm gonna fuck ageism B. This one was born in nineteen sixteen. So she was age seventy when she died, which was in nine in eighty six. So she was probably like in her late sixties, like early sixties when she started hooking up with koresh Like that's yeah. mm.
2: hey, well, you know what I mean. You know, mm-hmm. there's no uh probably menopause no reason to wear
1: a condom can't get pregnant so i think they were trying to have a kid though i think they were like the kid was supposed to be like hmm. important for like, <laughs> the religious movement but yeah why, guess, why uh, is it happening <laughs> like I, listen listen i i know for sure they were hooking up but i might be wrong that they were trying to have a kid well if they're religious I think, sex, I think that's what my when i was my limited research i think that's what i grabbed from sex it. is for procreation
2: only
0: yeah that's pretty crazy but
1: I mean, hey,
0: if she was hooking up with him, this kind of would lead to an explanation as to why he implemented things he did. And we'll just get to that in a moment here. So yeah, basically, Lois Rodden appoints David Koresh as the leader over her own son. and She starts grooming him to be this leader. And David Koresh looks at the founding member's words and interprets it in his own way. So his interpretation was this. There was an apocalypse still going to happen. The resurrection of Jesus Christ, the second coming was about to happen, and he needed an army. So this is why they started stockpiling weapons. And to get weapons, it is believed that they were using selling drugs, like making and selling drugs, in order to procure money to get those weapons. Propaganda. But hey... Nothing's proven.
1: And nothing's no, disproven. No, for, no. That's for sure disproven. The drugs thing—that's not.
0: Well, so we'll get some on. of the evidence I found for the drugs too. But okay, yeah. So uh, going back to uh,
2: the mom picking, uh, fucking what's it? Kureesh. David Crush. David yeah. yeah. So as an attempt to regain support, her son George Rodin, challenged howell to raise the dead yeah yes so that was a off. little
1: later yeah so that's kind of weird so, i did i did hear about that and i was so, so they like go, a, they dig they, they dug dug someone out of a grave and like they were like whoever could resurrect her first is like the true person or some shit yes
0: <laughs> yes this is true <laughs> i don't so, know i might, I, I I might that, be
1: completely wrong here no no know. you are right
0: you, you you're both right but before we get into that David Koresh, once he took power, George Rodden then had a, uh, had a claim to the leadership as well. And this is when the sect of the Davidians broke up into two, two different segments. So you had one being led by George Rodden, and then you had the other by David Koresh. And like I said, David Koresh believed that he needed an army he needed to stockpile weapons. And then also he believed that any that he was the only person who could procreate with the women of his sect. Yeah. And he ended up making a rule that anyone who joined them who was already married so couples who were married had to like they could stay married but he was the only one who was allowed to sleep with the wife with the wives yeah. and yeah. only he could like procreate and make offspring and the other men had to be celibate yeah so community. let's
1: let's uh so through, let me that, sauce a caveat and, oh you go ahead i was gonna say so just
2: going back that's cult-like isn't it this is not it yeah sure. that's what sure. i was saying like to
0: yeah. me no, this no, is where sure. it gets a little culty.
1: Well, sure. I, I agree with that. I mean, anytime someone's like, I'm the only one that can, you can fuck, that's kind of weird. But the thing is, so just the caveat here, everyone was there of their own free will. Yes. Like, yes. Everybody could leave if they wanted to, or if they didn't agree, they didn't have to be a part of the compound. Mm-hmm. So what they did, they separated men and, and women so that they were on separate floors. And that was just a part of the religion. Like that was their yeah. religion. They're like. He's like, you know I'm God speaks through me, I'm like I think he considered himself like the Messiah or something so he's like this sort of prophet yeah. yeah and I agree it is weird it's a hundred percent weird, but like that was their interpretation of the scripture so to them that's their religion and if yeah, everybody no, he... is adults and they're all agreeing to that, yeah to me, that's not really like. Stepping out of line—that's that's the same. Like, people engage in weird shit all the time. Like there's there's men who have harems of women, and all the women agree that this is they're fine with it. So there is, yep. you know what I'm saying? Like people live different lives, and they're just yeah. living a different life, as far as I can tell. Like they're not. Yeah, it's not, know, they're no, they're not. No, one you know hundred saying?
0: Like you yeah. both are very correct in what you're saying, and yes, there was the division of men and women, and yes, like in my opinion well, I'm, I'm assuming it would be general opinion, but he did exploit this to have sex with women and that was a religious belief of theirs. Well, it, so it, use the word, ex, the word exploit.
1: Okay. is Well, sure, exploit can be used in different ways because members would say, the outside might say he was exploiting it, but I do know when I was looking at um, some of the research I was looking at, it wasn't like an exploitation. It's like they all literally thought that this is the best way to live. Like it wasn't, um, and like, he wasn't even when he had to sleep with certain women, like he wasn't, he, he didn't want to enjoy it. Like he was mad. Himself this is true.
0: It. This is true. So,
1: so what I'm your, saying your point is there, you know I'm saying? him,
0: not him, him not wanting to enjoy himself during this is correct. Cause there was like uh, mentions in my research that he would lash himself. If he felt like he enjoyed the sex like it, For, for the, him, it was, yeah, for him it was purely procreation. But at that same time, there were couples who were upset, like the males would be upset oh, of course, that he of would with their wives, and they would express these concerns to him. And he was very charismatic, so he would just end up listening to their concerns and, con- and reconvince them again that this was part of their religion and something that needed to be done in order to have that army prepared, that he was, that he was breeding pure, pure, holy Correct. warriors.
2: And how could he? Their arm.
1: How could you be mad of it if you signed up for that's it? That's 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 my point. Is like everybody's well, consenting adults at this point, as yeah. far as my research could tell.
0: No, they, they were consenting, but like I mean, through evolution, like everyone's jealous, right? Like, oh no, you can, of course, you have something happen, they're going to get jealous. So that that's when he would go back in and kind of just explain to them and convince
1: them. Of course, that yeah.
0: What he was for doing sure. was okay, and that they were all able to leave whenever they wanted to. For sure. So yeah, I guess continue with that. Um, the Rodden group and now the Koresh group had split up. Rodden group taking uh, Mountain Caramel, Mount Caramel, and the Koresh group being on a farm nearby. It was about, I think, 13, 14 kilometers away from the Caramel Mountain. So this okay. is where things were getting weird. They're both they're both fighting for power now. And there was physical altercation, verbal altercations, and then George Rodden did dig up a casket of Anna Hughes from the Davidian cemetery. And he proposed that they both try and resurrect her. And the one that could resurrect her would be the Messiah to lead the Davidians to the final coming and the second
1: coming. And I mean, long story short, neither of them could do it.
0: <laughs> yeah. So basically
2: <laughs> what was he trying to prove there? Like, like that's something. Know. So I understand religion's a thing and people are <laughs> bought in you know they buy into this thing so you fucking dig i just wonder what his <laughs> thought process is just so you're digging up this person and you're like i'm going to win the davidians back like i want to be the leader blah blah blah. they're all fra- frazzled but in the back of your mind you're probably also thinking like fuck like i really hope he backs out because i don't know. like what i think
1: they really think that they both <laughs> no, the are they just that brain so no they
2: they do or not believe brainwashed, it so, but just so just, convinced yeah. they can do it. Oh, like, yeah, how yeah. do you get that? Because like, if I was going, like, if it were me and I was doing this and I'm trying to learn <laughs> back power, I'd be totally like talking out of my ass to get power, calling you know bluff. Like, yeah, call, bluffing, and yeah. I'm like digging what? up, I'm digging the fucking grave. Oh, okay, we no, will go dig up I'm the just grave. Wait for, wait oh, for You want to take topic. the dead body
1: and like, put it on the altar? Fuck, <laughs> we'll go do that. No, no. But Oh, you want me to pray and resurrect the body? I'm praying. Fuck do it. it, Jesus Christ.
2: <laughs> While I'm digging, I'm hoping that buddy goes. Okay, yeah, you're right. You're the leader. I'm just yeah. hoping he just fucking sells out. Dragon, you're <laughs> thinking
0: of this through. You're like you're able to think of this and be like, hey, that's fucking stupid. So you have that thought. But if you're a child who's being raised from like birth to to adulthood, being taught that you're a messiah and you have these powers that that God will grant you this this ability when you're in times of need, yeah. yes, he believed it. So he issued this challenge and Koresh was like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not doing that. And Koresh goes to the police. He's like, yeah, this guy dug up a dead body. You guys should arrest him. But the police didn't believe him. So this is when Koresh and eight other members went to, to the Mount Caramel. Am I I mispronounced that? No. No Mount Caramel. Mount Caramel. Okay. Or Caramel. So their intention was to sneak into Mount Caramel and, take pictures of the casket so they could present it to the, the authorities. So that way Rodden would go to jail and Koresh would have supreme soul power and then his covenant would be reunited again. So that was the plan. But once he gets there, Roden had heard about this. So he prepared and they started shooting at them and a gunfight ensued. About 20 minutes later, the sheriff calls Koresh, the sheriff of Waco, calls Sh- Calls uh, Koresh and says that the authorities are on their way, stop shooting, surrender yourselves. And they did comply. In that meantime, George Rodden was shot and they were all basically arrested, taken to jail. And they had to follow follow through on some trials. Basically, everyone from Koresh's side gets off scot free. Other than Koresh, he gets held back for additional uh, questioning while the trial of George Rodden is
1: being follow through on he does get out though hey like because he does so yes charismatic, he does it's so I think someone from the jury actually like hugged him
0: yeah after so during the during him. the trial george rodden starts swearing and starts threatening to give aids to all <laughs> oh, to everyone in the courtroom and at this point the judge the judge holds <laughs> in contempt and sentences, sentences him to 90 days in, 90 days in jail at this point Koresh is sitting there. He's like, see, this is what I have to deal with. This is the person. And people end up taking a liking to him. And he gets off. You don't even want to know what he did to that dead body. <laughs> <laughs> no. So during this time, Koresh is like, yeah, he tried to like resurrect his body. And George Rodden being a fucking idiot ends up saying, yeah, I, uh, I tried to resurrect her on three different occasions and I failed. So he just basically outed himself. And he tries I to had. get everyone AIDS. Yeah,
2: yeah I tried with my penis. AIDS. I tried it with my penis, my fingers. I and have the
1: AIDS and I'm going to give you all AIDS.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so. I've had
1: AIDS for 50 years, but God doesn't let me die. I'll resurrect <laughs> myself. I'll resurrect her. I'll give you AIDS and then I'll resurrect you. Just like you.
2: <laughs> Guys, I have the answer to not dying. It's AIDS. If <laughs> <Yeah,
1: exactly.
0: laughs> you have AIDS, you'll live. But, uh, yeah. So George Rodden goes to jail. Now Koresh is left solely there and he takes the rest of the power and ends up moving to Mount Caramel with the rest of his covenant. And they combine the covenant again. Some members are again, they were welcome to leave. They were consenting adults. Some did leave. Most of them stayed. And then by this time they, they started growing and expanding. And they sold most of the land from Mount Carmel, and they kept 77 acres, which is about 31 hectares, where they started building their main compound of buildings. And Koresh at this time, so this is around the 90s, 1990, that this happens. He starts explaining his version to everyone else. Everyone else starts following him. He's like, yeah, I'm the prophet now. This is what's going to happen.
1: Start I'm following me. Now. And so, didn't he have like an inter? It's called. I, forget, I don't have the name, but like this interpretation of the seven seals or something. He did,
0: you know? yeah. And like he released that, like his, that in uh, that audio whole, tape.
1: But that was like his whole shtick was like his interpretation of this. Is that what it's called? The seven. S- so it's called New Light,
0: but it's based off the seven no. seals.
1: Yes. Okay. Well, I'm just trying to see if I was getting that right. Yeah. Yeah. So like that was his whole thing. And that's why people like, that was his interpretation. And a lot of people bought into that.
0: Yeah. So his interpretation was, he said that God told him to procreate with the women in the group to establish a house of David, special people, pure people for the God's army. So this is when couples were separated and men and women were segregated into top and bottom floors. Yeah, so um,
1: now this is like the, this is the branch of at this point.
0: Yeah. So he was the only one who was allowed to have wives and he did have several marriages. Not only one was legal within Texas, but he had gotten more marriages within the community. Within, yeah. And this is, I think the first strike in terms of the law, because you cannot be married to multiple women at once. Right. So this kind of gets out to the authorities, and I, this is where the case starts to take interest. This is where authorities start to take interest in this case.
1: So at this point, do we want to start talking about the beginnings of the siege and stuff? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Before well, we talking. do that... There's a to, prelude to that. Okay, yeah. there's a prelude. Before we get into the prelude, I want to talk a little bit about David Koresh. Um, he turns out to be an extremely talented musician... And he, he writes this song called Mad Man in Waco. And I actually, I wanna play it here on the podcast real quick. Play it up. Let's play it now. He's actually really good. Hey, well, yeah, <laughs> yeah so that's the, definitely not bad.
2: Uh, in the Netflix series, they start out, he's singing, he's
1: there, his band's doing stuff.
2: So, I yeah, he's I just thought,
1: I thought that was something that I came across. I was like, fuck, he's actually pretty fucking good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, so it wasn't terrible. Bad. Bad.
2: Yeah. in, Waco. in Waco. <laughs>
1: <laughs> fuck, We should make our own band. One thing I learned was so, the madman in Waco, a lot of people thought. Maybe that was like a song about himself. You know, he's a madman in Waco and all this shit happened. But that song was actually about that George Roden guy. So he wrote that song Ooh. saying. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So I just want to cool. throw yeah. that in I here. mean, yeah, I guess that guy is pretty fucking mad exhuming a dead body, yeah. trying to resurrect it. Fun fact. But please, uh, please, do we want to talk?
1: Just I
2: good. just want to toss this point out here <laughs> on why he changed his name to, to David Koresh. Which was done May 15th, 1990. There you go. Look at that. Fun fact. And Um, it was granted August 28th,
1: 1990.
2: So Howell, that was the original name. He acquired the position of spiritual leader from Rodin. Uh, He changed his name to David Koresh, suggesting that he had ties to the biblical King David. Who is, I don't really know who that is, and Cyrus the Great. Yeah, so Uh,
0: Koresh is the
2: Hebrew version of the name Cyrus.
0: Yeah, that is very accurate. In his uh, petition to change his name, he said it was for publicity and business purposes. Right. And like a way better leader name, like David Koresh.
2: (laughs) Way better. Vernon Howell. Vernon Howell. Vernon Howell sounds like a farmer from Mississippi or something like that. (laughs) Like David Koresh is like. That's a good name. That's a solid, especially for like a religious thing. Yeah, no, it's you're called cult. Yeah. Yeah. cult. What's called a cult? <laughs>
1: I'm, still I'm still referring, referring to cult. it as a cult, but 100% it is a cult that
0: to me it is.
1: Okay, I also I feel is like why- I feel like the media uses the word cult to dis- to to uh what would you say justify the actions that the FBI and the ATF did. Oh, but I'm not That's oh, why to me that's I, why it's weird.
2: I was going to yeah, I was going to say it for final thoughts. Of what my definition of a cult is, but well,
1: uh, let's uh, just say, say, say this. Okay.
2: Say say it it? Yeah, well, okay, well, in my mind, in all honesty, the Catholic Church is a cult. So, yeah, correct. Um, okay. So, Magnum, to your point about um, the FBI, the, the, they use it as unjust or reason to justify th- their actions. Thank you. Um, yeah, sure. But, definition of a cult what i'm reading what i'm seeing this is a cult and i'm just going to specify that i believe that the catholic church is a cult
1: or just religion listen i i agree with you i agree i 100 agree with you the thing is different words in our english language have like connotations 100 the word cult it has such a bad connotation it's
2: negative yeah it's it's
1: easy to be like oh there's the cult. So it doesn't matter that they were all killed, yeah. and it's like Yo, yeah, that's that I, was that was my mo- yeah. mostly my point I was trying to make. Yeah, no, it no, definitely matters that I they agree. were all
0: killed. There was women and children in there, including pregnant women who were killed. People, so a lot of people don't yeah. fucking
1: care. So in terms
0: of uh, the <laughs> FBI, assholes, ATF, and other government agencies, yeah, let's get into the one siege. of the biggest yeah, blunders in their history.
1: Oh fuck yeah! But. Yeah, so they fucked up even before this. Like at Ruby Ridge, I think Ruby Ridge happened. Yeah, so that was a not that long before this. They fucking murder this this fucking guy and like his wife and shit, and then like it's just a shit show. The whole story. Well,
2: you know it's bad even like on Wikipedia when they use words like um, the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms attempted to execute Uh a search warrant. (laughs) Like (laughs) it's yeah, you know they fucked up somewhere.
1: Okay, so like we were saying, right? So ATF, they're trying to get this search warrant out. Um, Then this is when the gunfight happens, right? This is like the initial start of all this. Is this correct?
0: Yes, yes. But there is a prelude to that. Okay. So the Dividends have been in trouble with law since nineteen fifties. When when all these fighting and w- like shooting, so they've been in the, in the side of the law enforcement bodies. for a while, yeah. <laughs> um, so there was a case being built against him, and ATF was one of the was main branch leading this. So shadow government. <laughs> so they just before we get into the actual events that transpired, this is what they were looking into about David Koresh and the Davidians. So there was allegations of child abuse statutory rape so basically koresh was the only person who could have sex with women and was the only one who can marry within the compound and there was allegations that he was marrying underage women
1: can i throw in a caveat there yeah because i this is actually one thing that i did uh come across in my research yeah he all those allegations for like the statutory stuff none of that came true So like those were literally just allegations. Those were all proven false. He didn't, there wasn't any abuse in that sense. And the media was trying to spin it. They're like, Oh, he's just, he's taking advantage of underage people. And that portion was completely false. Completely false. The
0: media in question was the Waco Tribune Herald, which was led by Darlene McCormick and Mark England. They were the ones who were writing this piece on David Koresh because they were living in the town of Waco and they're like, Hey, we know what this guy's doing. And, they had built up this, so this is one of the events that led to ATF moving in sooner than expected with their search warrant. But mm-hmm. yes, in the meantime, the ATF was also looking into them, and they were there was allegations of um, illegal firearms.
1: The legal firearms was yeah. the for the warrant, the
0: main one. There was allegations of methamphetamine productions, child abuse. Which was because of this Waco Tribune Herald, Waco Tribune Herald. Sorry, which ATF Waco. Had. So, so wow. they had uh, access to this article before it went out. So, this was also one of the things they used to get their search warrant approved. So, yeah, that's kind of like a, just a small little prelude before we jump
1: into this. Are we talking um, are we into the ATF when they first come now? We are. So, here's the fucking thing about this a t f claims that they they that the compound fired shots at them. This is their claim, right? The branch Davidians they deny this completely. They're like we never shot at them at all. What they think possibly happened was one of the dogs on the compound the a t f started shooting at the dogs, and then that's what started the gunfight
2: but so what okay, I was- so they shot at the dogs. Yeah. And then the and then the David Davidians. Davidian. Yeah, they're every like, time, we're getting
1: fucking shot at now.
2: Every time you guys say the David Davidians in my head, I'm hearing at the hundredth Meridian. The 100th <laughs> tragically, Meridian. I don't know why. That's just what I'm from tragically. Yeah.
0: So the, the great plan again because it, <laughs> it has never been proven who initially took the first shots. Yes, it is believed that ATF was shooting at a dog. And the Davidians took it as a sign of them getting shot at themselves. So they no, I, I think it's
1: even worse than that. I think the someone in the ATF shot at the dogs, and then other people in the ATF were like, "Oh, I guess we're in a firefight now." And then they start shooting at the compound. That's what. That's one thing I came across.
0: Okay, so the thing I came across was a little different then, but of I do want to say story is going
1: to be different
0: it's not the official story so it was actually never proven as to who who was responsible for the initial clearly
2: like
1: sweeping under the rug well i think yeah i know you're right it's no one knows for sure but we know
2: it's a, he, yeah. It's a, he said, they said, they said this, they said,
0: you know, whatever. It's hearsay, yeah. It's hearsay. Yeah. So that's the expression. Thank for you. For all of you who are just like, hey, well, I want a decision, go fucking look up the research yourself a bit and decide for yourself then. Dive down the obviously, rabbit hole,
1: motherfuckers. Yeah.
0: Obviously, like, for example, Magnum here believes it was ATF was started. Oh, 100%. I believe it was a miscommunication that maybe, yes, the ATF was shooting at a dog first and, then the Davidians took as a sign of them getting shot at. It's just,
1: they're just fucking He's jealous. It's just, you got all these guys in the ATF. They're like, fuck David Koresh. He's banging like 10 different chicks. And all I have is my fucking shitty wife that I hate and my shitty yeah. life. that So David
0: Koresh He's, was believed angry. to have 16 wives and was allowed to have up to 142, but he had 16 at the time of this incident. Okay, so he's I have uh, a question uh, about the 16 wives. Out. Not a question, I want to just toss this out there, maybe a little caveat.
2: Um, or sixteen women okay. who are with. So a lot of people would think a lot of men would be like, Yeah, 16 wives. Fuck yeah. I sit there and I sit there and think, 16 wives, man, keep that away from a me. Lot of like like that's a lot of hair I got <laughs> I got one. I got one. And man, if I don't put one bottle away. Oh, look out! You know what I mean, like.
0: Well, they got there was, of that There was sixteen wives, but there was like 30 40 there, There's probably like thirty women total, and the women were required to clean, cook, and take care of the space, and the men were the ones who were doing the construction, the uh, gun movement. That's way like that, so. better. Okay, now I'm jealous. That's so sort of he was better. there for <laughs> strictly procreation with the women. He was their leader, but he was strictly only there to procreate like like i mentioned earlier he uh if he did feel emotions or he felt good about the sex he would whip himself and punish himself for feeling
1: good correct so so this gunfight i think it was 90 minutes like an hour and a half of gunfight right yeah it was it was pretty fucking long and uh they're trying to communicate they're like no we don't know why we're getting shot at kind of thing and i think i think how it ended the atf they actually ran out of ammunition did you see this
0: um so I I found out that some people ran out of ammunition, and then when they did, they were yelling for a ceasefire. But
1: yeah, and there was like like I said, four of the ATF agents were killed. Six of the yeah. So I'm just gonna and, go. fresh was shot in this firefight. He battle. was yes, he was sh- I believe in the shoulder. I th- I think it was I'll his lower com- uh, abdomen. I'll have to confirm that. Yeah,
0: I what think it I was his see? lower abdomen. So when the ATF took the warrant. To To uh, Koresh, this is what was on the warrant. These are the allegations against them. Okay. So the ATF requested assistance also from the DEA and the DOD citing a drug connection based on a recent delivery to the compound of chemicals, instruments, and glassware. A written testimony from a former compound resident alleging Howell had told him that drug trafficking was a drug connection, was a desirable way to raise money several current residents who had prior drug involvement, two former residents who were incarcerated for drug trafficking crimes, National Guard overflights, thermal images showing a hotspot inside the compound, possibly indicating a methamphetamine laboratory. So although none of these were later proven, the initial acquisition of these or the assistance from these other two Delegations was approved and the DOD, the ATF. And by this time, the National Guard had joined in on the fight.
2: Why do they need so much firepower? Like, why did they think they needed all this?
0: So I think uh, in terms of them getting evidence for like for uh, the arrests, if they had specialized units like the DEA who could confirm or corroborate what they're saying, it would look very good on their part. And you also have to remember at this time, all the agencies are kind of like fighting for power to see who's who's the best in the country. So you have the FBI and the CIA who are kind of like big wigs. You have the ATF that's like, hey, we need to fucking step it up. <laughs> fucking, we're ATM. like falling behind. And then the DA and DOD like so it was that a was huge the ego. So it was
2: a huge a cock measuring, measuring contest. Yeah, yeah. Jesus
0: yeah.
1: So
2: classic. classic, classic
1: human like
2: Merca.
0: So the I'm from DA America, and I speak American. <laughs> <laughs> the DA had agreed to help, and their help was in the form of giving access to Fort Hood, Texas, which is a training crown training ground to the ATF for two days from February 25th to the 27th. Yeah. Okay.
1: And now well, we get into the planning okay, of the raid. So, so yeah, the ATF, like they get fucked up. They've they have casualties and shit, correct? Um and four four casualties uh but now the fbi comes in they're like you know we're gonna handle this so this, so this is this is when the 51 day standoff couple, occurs is
0: when the big dicks <laughs> come into town a couple white cops got killed though now we gotta step in all of a sudden yeah
1: <laughs> so it was four atf agents and six davidians who were killed with the yeah with the atf but with the, the thing initial is, one so the fbi comes in right and so this is when like hostage negotiation occurs, correct? So like they're they're negotiating, they're trying to like hey, you release some people, kind of thing. Like they're trying to Is this correct?
0: Yep. Yeah.
1: And I think they get how many kids did they get out? Is it 14 or 25? I think I think they did they did get some kids out initially. That's good. Yeah, so there it's this constant negotiation over this 51 day period, but the whole time the FBI is just harassing the compound. Like Yeah, so, so the they're FBI... playing like loud speakers with like the sounds of dying rabbits and like the song these boots were made for walking and like <laughs> you know, like <laughs> they're they're like psychologically trying to fuck with Yeah, them. psychological they're, like warfare. telephone yeah. Sounds these and shit. Boots are made for walking. And the and thing that's is what like the do? there's children on the compound. So like these children are not getting properly rested and they're scared. You know, they have like Man, these oh, huge shit. speakers booming and they have helicopters coming in and like flying low and uh you know like like swooping in and in. Yeah, a huge, fucking loud. Yeah, huge scare tactics for sure. You oh know, yeah. scare tactics. I'd be shit i be shit. It's, just, it's like women and children and like some Christians. I'm 30 years old, and I'd be shit religion in my pants. Yeah,
0: a weird religion, but so I, I do want to say weird allegations <laughs> about uh, David Koresh marrying younger
1: brides. This okay, but don't so okay, yes, you, you say it. You, okay, you go ahead, and then I'll. So this, this is
0: the thing. So. Okay, shut the up. The reason makeup. the law enforcement was so riled up was these women were supposedly ranged from 12 and up and it was said that they were married without consent so yes this was never proven by the authorities but it I think was it's been something
1: falsified to be honest like i think that was falsified
0: so he At married, least in, my, in my my research that he, that in my he research he
1: married the 12 year olds yeah like yeah. to me in my research there wasn't any connection between david Koresh and abuse of like underage uh, Here, I'll
2: see if I can find it. women or
1: something you know, because I'm on split screen now, so I know what's up. And I think I think that was something the media pushed out, and they they like it was hyperbole. So and that's it why was everybody the, hated them so much. I don't think that yeah, was actually yeah, true. So
0: the media in question is again the Waco Tribunal, which was the Tribune newspaper, whatever the hell it was. They were the ones who initially pushed this out, and this is what had people riled up more against the Davidians. So I don't find that it was disproven. But I do have notes that it was never proven. Okay, because fair they, enough. They...
1: No, yeah, like fair enough. But I'm just, I think to me that was more, uh, like in my understanding of the propaganda incident, to you, that I was so that you, was at yeah. least my interpretation of it. Yeah. So
0: when the FBI took over negotiation negotiations, there was a exchange of goods. So the Davidians, David Koresh, released children and a couple women. He released them in exchange for a camera where he could televise himself, videotape himself and
1: televise it and express his point of view to the world. That was like him describing his interpretation of like this, his solution to the seven yes. seals or whatever yes. that was. Yeah. Correct. And no one cared because no one knows the Bible. So, <laughs> yeah.
0: So in the compound, that that is that's thick. You yeah. try reading that thing.
1: No, have
0: not. In the compound at the time, it was believed that there was 14 children fathered by Koresh. Probably, so yeah. Of those dead. That's
2: so, that is so many alimony payments right there.
1: <laughs> well, except they all were murdered, so there's none. Dodged a bullet. <laughs> not all. Some were released. No, I some know. Some were released. Some, but... Actually, yeah, some got out, which is...
0: But, but they did they want really to get did. back in too, though. That was something they expressed that they wanted to get back to their families who were still in the compound.
1: Yeah, it is crazy. So another thing the, the FBI was doing, they, like I said, they had like 20 tanks. They were just like running over vehicles, like just yeah. crushing the so, vehicles and shit. As Again, like a, a scare tactic. Okay, mm-hmm. we're well,
2: here. if you were driving a tank, that's how i would drive it too just like run over shit so like even okay well, we all play video games here like when you hop into the tank do you avoid the cars like no like you fucking drive <laughs> over it that give me the keys to the real one come on <laughs> yeah, just, what do you think you're going to do you run saying, that shit
1: over i'm just saying it's so like unnecessary like they don't need to be there at this oh
2: level. it was it was an absurd amount of force for yeah. sure like you didn't need it no but i mean also hindsight's 2020 20 too like I don't know. I feel like maybe
0: there's some more final thoughts. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So basically the negotiators had given Koresh the camera in exchange for the release of 19 hostages, which were children. And there was believed to be 23 remaining in the compound who eventually, as we know, did die. Yeah. But I do want to make a a quick note. So as we mentioned, there was divide amongst the Davidians early on in the fifties and sixties, all the way up to the nineties. There was also a divide during this siege amongst the FBI agents. There was a sect of agents who believed Ba-ba-ba. that negotiation was the answer and that that was the way to come to peaceful resolution of this standoff. Right. And then there was a second sect of the FBI, FBI that believed that they should just full out, use their force, go in there, take care of business, and end this
1: charade. Yeah, this is true. There was There was this
2: yeah well, i mean like honestly though like why in some aspect like if you're on that s- side of it like sometimes you're just like let's just fucking get this over with. like why are we pussyfooting around here like let's just do it well i mean 51 days so standoff, no, like, there's just it's no reason
1: to even be there in the first place like, it's just unfounded claims and it's just fucking stupid so in the standoff
0: that took place with the atf and the davidians there, the Davidians had rations and food inside the compound, and they had three water tanks on top of their roof. Um, these water tanks were actually shot out by the ATF during the exchange. Yeah, like, fuck them. So by this time, the Davidians were already uh, living on water, like rainwater rations and the water that they had inside the compound. So they were rationing their water, and they were living off the food that they had Uh, the FBI tried to to provide some food and water and milk for the children and the younger
1: kids still. Here's the thing. So like the negotiations were bullshit. Like they would make a negotiation that, okay, we're going to release X number of kids, but you have to do this for us. Yeah. So like one thing that the FBI did, they gave them milk for the kids. But then like right after that, they like cut the power and water supply. So they cut the utilities. So it's like, they're inside. You have to think from their perspective, they were, they're preparing for the apocalypse. So they think this is the apocalypse happen, happening to them right now. This is what David was preaching. So they're all thinking these guys are out to get us. And then they're like, okay, hey, let's negotiate with them. They negotiate. And then the FBI just turns around and like fucking backstabs them, cuts all their power, the utilities playing the sounds of dead rabbits running over their cars and shit. They're like, how yeah. can we trust them? So that, you know what, I'm saying?
0: what you're referring to there was actually done after the release. So the release of hostages was taken and then they got our camera in return. David Koresh recorded himself talking about the seven seals and the second coming. This tape was sent out to the FBI and the FBI saw this and they believed that if this was released to the media, that the media and people would have, they would be sympathized with the Davidians and with David Koresh. So this is when they cut power and utilities to the... Yeah, well, it's, yeah, it's, to the it's, compound just it's just Because they didn't want this getting
1: out. Yeah, it's just... that's That's bullshit. <laughs> like, you're clearly in the wrong here. Like, let's grow up. So at
0: this time is also when the tactics of psychological warfare was established. So there was... As you mentioned, all night broadcast recordings of jet planes, pop music, chanting, screams of rabbits being slaughtered. Outside the compound, um, vehicles were carrying tear gas and they were like tear gas in the outside of the compound so that no one could like literally get out or rush. What I'm thinking is the FBI thought was so they couldn't be shot at or rushed at. They were constantly smoking the the compound. So, yes, uh, we do know that Dividians were deprived of food, water, utilities. And this is when things started to escalate. And this is over the 51-day period. Yeah. Siege tactics are being employed by the FBI. You have two sects in the FBI, one believing that there's could be a peaceful resolution, one getting antsy and saying, hey, let's get in there. Let's fucking end this. We're getting, like, fucking fed up. Yeah. So... Once David Kresh finds out that his videotape would not make it to the public, he gets angry and the negotiations fall through because now he won't release any more of hostages because the FBI has not held up their end of the bargain. I so thought they speak. did end up releasing that
1: video though. And so just I everyone, think it wasn't like a big deal.
0: They released um, parts of it, but they cut him off halfway through.
1: Okay. Yeah. So, I, don't, I don't know for sure, but I think. I know, I think they did release it.
0: Yes, they did. And then because of some of the stuff, they edited out the sympathetic parts that Khrush was talking about and they cut that part off and that's why Khrush got pissed off. And then he refused to release any more hostages. So when that refusal was announced, that's when shit heated up and the FBI decided to go in and get them out. And their main form... Of attack was through tear gas,
1: which this they were going to throw April nineteenth. The- we're talking about like the, yes. the. this is the final. April nineteenth,
0: nineteen ninety three.
1: Yeah, so they fucking roll up in there. They have these uh, combat engineering vehicles. They just ram them into the building, so they've like destroyed the structural integrity of the building, and they just start pumping. So they used tear gas in there
0: rams, like ramming vehicles, they used explosives to punch holes in the walls of the buildings, the compound. So they could pump in CS gas, which is tear gas, and try to force gas the of They were trying to force them out without harming them. That's
1: well, that's their fucking words. Fucking bullshit. So they yeah. they break. So they're breaking these structures. A lot of the exits get destroyed. So like they can't even get out in a lot of cases because their exits were fucked. Secondly, the ramming through the buildings when they were looking at the the autopsies of some of the children. They had suffered like blunt force trauma to their skulls. So like literally not even the tear, like the tear gas alone, people died because they suffocated. But secondly, just the ramming through the building that killed fucking kids. So what are we like? What's for why? The ramming. Well, like
2: when they drove
1: through the building, yeah because they they would they they wouldn't have they wouldn't have known yes that's a risk that's a huge risk like it is no there's a bunch of people in a building and you're like oh let's just ram the walls down so we can pump tear gas in
0: yeah so obviously
1: anyone with any intelligence would be like well hey a risk of that is we're going to kill someone by crushing them because we're running a wall down
0: so this was the i don't
1: don't think you you can
2: i don't think you can sit there and said oh they 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 killed kids well they did well, they did, but they can't be like, "Oh my God, they, they I think it, it, was it wasn't like it. Inadvertent it was, killing. Yeah, it was, it, it wasn't in, intentional yeah, killing
0: you. of children. It was
2: inadvertently killing of en- children. Envy is putting the words in my mouth. Yes, thank you very much.
0: So, I, I do want to mention that before the oh, FBI final thoughts, before the FBI stormed the compound, they had a mandate to only pump tear gas in there. That no shots were to be fired unless fired upon. And it was stated by several agents that when the initial shots were being fired at them by the Davidians, they increased the amount of gas to be pumped in. And at some point during this is when exchange of fire
1: took place. According to them. According to them. Yes. So it does turn out that, uh, so there, that no one knows who's how the fire started, but one, it turns out a lot of times tear gas is used, it, it can lead to fires. And second of all, I forget where I, I was listening to this lady talking about this. And the, the FBI did admit to using uh, rounds that could ignite things or something yes. like that. Like, I'm not going to get the, the facts 100% yes. right here. That is so like, that is accurate. So the blaze, I, I, at this point, it's just like so they ram in, they fucking suffocate a bunch of kids and women, and then there's a fire, and everyone. I do fucking want to throw in nine people. More
0: information um, during this entire ordeal, there was a helicopter flying overhead, which was televising the occurrences live, and during this, it is it can be determined that three separate blazes started at three separate locations all at the same time. So they could not determine whether this was from the gas and those rounds being fired, or if it was from the Davidians starting fires on the inside to block any vision inside so they could not be shot at by the FBI.
1: So in rebuttal to that, every one of the surviving members of the Branch Davidians say, they're like, there's no way that fire was started by us impossible.
0: There was nine surviving members who ran out after the fire started.
1: And when they ran out. So one of the guys I heard one of his testimonies, he's immediately met by an agent who's like telling him, Hey, you better watch the fuck out. I'm going to gun you down if you do anything wrong. And he's like, he stops, you know, he's, he's hit. The mask is like melted to his face. Flesh is coming off his hands from the fire. Uh, his feet are burnt and shit. This guy's threatening him with a gun. He has no weapons or anything. He's literally dying. And then he's like, You're the FBI agent says to him, and this was a quote that this guy's saying, he's like, you will remember this day. So this is just bullshit. This is just like an overreach. I cannot see any justification for the actions that were taken here. It's just insane to me. It's, it's, it's brutal. Even the kids, when they were releasing the kids, The FBI agents would swarm them as if they had a bomb or something. And they're like handcuffing children and shit and like being rough with them. so Taking them away from their parents and stuff. It's just insane.
0: I did not find that the children were handcuffed. I found that the children were, yes, approached by agents and put into vehicles. And they were separated from the mothers for questioning. So there could not be
1: any miscommunication. Yeah. They're trying to paint this as like, oh, this is... Like it's just it's just insane to me. Like, it's a it's a hot topic for sure.
0: It's it definitely gets the blood boiling. But you are right in that most of the deaths occurred from smoke or carbon monoxide inhalation.
1: Well, and the tear gas itself.
0: Yeah. So there was location from the where... smoke inhalation from the tear gas. Yeah. So there, there was that led, that led that to most of the deaths. So- uh, also the fires, but David Koresh ended up dying during the ordeal and said that. Steve Schneider, who was Koresh's top aide, shot and killed Koresh. Could be because he believed that he was responsible for this escalation,
1: and then shot and
0: killed himself. In all, seventy-six people died
1: in the compound. Ex- yeah, except those those nine that escaped.
0: So, yes, but, I, th- okay, that uh, Steve Schneider supposedly killing Koresh is, from the point of view of
1: the FBI, this is according to their own statements. Yeah, no one knows for sure what exactly yeah. happened, but I have another fact. So there was three FBI agents that were supposed to be recording the whole incident. Yeah, this is what they're tasked for. They have fucking cameras, and they're supposed to record the incident, right? So we have evidence. Mm-hmm. So guess what? All three of them forgot to put uh, the tape into their recording devices. All three of them. So you tell me. <laughs> Oops, you tell geez. me what's going on. That is. You tell me what's going on. That is extremely
0: fishy. Do you want to know something else? However, so I do again want to mention that they there were was reprimanded. A helicopter still filming everything.
1: Listen, they the were air. reprimanded. And guess what their punishment was? I do not know. They were slap on each the wrist. fined fifty dollars. Well,
2: this is in the nineties, so what's inflation
1: on that? Yeah, I don't know. I just it's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> and the helicopter doesn't get the whole incident. Like it doesn't get... It doesn't
0: know. So when a lot of shots break out, they move away from the building further away so they can't get hit. So they can't see intricate details or like exchanges like close up, but they were still filming from the air during this ordeal.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, if you look at the autopsies, like the that people died from asphyxiation, they, were, they, they couldn't breathe because yeah. there's so much... I found someone was saying they pumped... The same amount of tear gas that you would use over a forty-eight hour period normally all happened in that incident. So, like, there was not oxygen in some of these locations. So,
0: yes, they people burned to they death. They did. Uh, I, I can't confirm that it was nuts. that extensive, but their initial plan was to just, in case they were fired upon, pump more gas in to try and force them out. So that, that was their initial place. So, <laughs> but yes, they destroyed I do their they exits. Went over, they rack- but I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, what- but, it's, a, it's, I mean, a fuck up. it's a complete fuck-up. That kind of covers overreach. everything I have on this. Okay. So if you guys want, we could get to final thoughts. Let's do your final thoughts, Envy. Let's hear yours. Okay. So my final thoughts. Um, there is no clear evidence as to who was responsible for what. We don't know if the Davidians is responsible or the FBI. I do think that the measures taken by the government authorities were far extensive. They had over 500 people. They had 24 tanks. They had these i do think this is extremely aggressive in this fact um i can't put myself in the shoes of police officers i never know what they have to go through how they like they fear for their lives obviously they knew they knew that there was women and children in there so maybe that could have been a better solution maybe negotiations was a was a better alternative 51 days and they were already low on food and rations, They would have surrendered eventually in my eyes. So I don't think that them storming the premises was the correct move. Um, having said that, th- again, there's no evidence supporting one or the other, but there are more dead bodies than the Davidians. So I will have to say that I do believe the government agencies Fucked up, and they do also admit that this is one of their biggest blunders in history. So yeah, they were they were too rough, too aggressive. This could have been handled a lot better. Megan, oh man!
2: So I just want to I want to first say this was a big
1: topic. There was a lot of info on this. Oh, and we we missed a lot too. We missed this a lot. Not, so this is not a thorough analysis of incident so
2: when this when this drops you know just keep that in mind little caveat here like little uh well
1: anyone who would have been pissed off would have turned it off by now and not
2: oh yeah yeah this is probably late but there's a lot of info on this and a little man we could talk about this for so yes so final thoughts for me oh man um well what was what was what what,
1: what's the best final thought question just like well like what do you think is this justified was this reasonable was this uh i don't know like it's it's a government yeah i mean citizen type scenario
2: it's a government yeah I mean, yeah, a hundred percent government versus citizen
1: here. I don't know. Like, like rights and freedoms, things like that. Like people have gosh. a right to pursue their own path type thing. It's tough, man. It's so tough. Yeah. You know, a
2: hundred percent. It didn't seem like there was a few cases where this guy and and we kind of missed, we didn't touch on it a lot, but.
1: Well, like, what do you, what do you was the FBI well, here, overreaching? Here's, here's or kind or of what? my thing.
2: So, oh, I, I think obviously they didn't need the fucking small army that they brought to this. But again, yeah. it's so tough, man, because like, I don't do this work. I don't do this job. And we, so, I mean, and Jesus, like we're seeing it in our world today where we point at the frontline guys, like the front, the frontline police officers. And I don't want to get into a big conversation about yeah. that. Um, okay, But you know, we we, there as we know in our society today that police officers law enforcement all that stuff is not perfect Um, oh no it's
1: not going to be perfect i I,
2: I, and there's a ton of assholes there's a ton of shitty cops ton of shitty fbi you know whatever so and they're and and my thing always is with this stuff is they're not they're not the one calling the site calling the shots so it's it's so tough like this was a blunder there's no doubt about that I I don't think you can argue that there's kids and and to me for the most part this I mean it's a cult I'm going to call it a cult because I believe it's a cult but you know what they weren't hurting anyone really I mean they were bringing in guns and they had their suspicions but it didn't it seemed thin right like it didn't seem like the government had a lot yeah as far as the cult goes this for this David crash guy, I mean, there was, there was a lot of cases like he was married to 12 year olds or whatever. And that, and that's what they were kind of on too. Like they, we didn't touch on this a lot, but this guy was kind of, I don't know, man. Like, it's again, like we do weekly research. So it's like, we're not experts, but this is a tough one. Like it's
1: well, the thing I'm trying not to sit on the fence. I I do know that those those allegations were not true. So I I do know that there was an investigation, like there was like a six month long investigation. Right before all this even happened about those allegations. And those were false. At least what I was looking into. So, so he, to, to uh, say he wasn't that, a pedo. To say that that's a justification to me, that was that's like the government reaching for like low hanging right. fruit to try justify their fuck up. When right. really, it's just a fuck up. Like I will agree with you. Depending on your definition of cult, like the only reason I I do want to use the word cult is because I feel like the connotations associated with that word make it make people. Automatically associate this group that they're that they're bad people. Yeah, yeah. When I, I there was no evidence I could find to, that was the case, and even the survivors like they they would say the same thing. They're you know like no one was held there against their will. No one was being like forced to do things. They all were like, "This is our weird religion, and let us let us practice our let us be. shit." And, and mind, what's and what's the harm in that? No, and that's and the guns they had. You know they had a lot of fucking guns, but this is Texas. They didn't have any yeah. guns that you. Everyone has buy a, a lot of guns. At a fucking trade show, like they had legal firearms. Um, I'm granted they had a lot, <laughs> like, but like that's <laughs> the, it wasn't like the, like they were law abiding, as far as I could tell from what I was looking into, and to me it just looked it looked like an abuse of power and authority. It looked like you know it's been 51 days and they were kind of feeling like. Fuck! Like, are we just gonna let this go on for eighty days? Are we gonna let it go on for a hundred days? And they're like, fuck it, let's just go. And then they make this rash decision to, you know, storm the compound, break the structures, feed tear gas in there, and it starts a fire. And then everyone fucking died, or most of the people died, including yeah. kids and women, pregnant women too. I,
2: uh, I guess for me, and I just I hate. I just, I hate hopping onto the, the, um, the side of, you know, all the police or, you know, the law enforcement fucked up because I'm not a big believer in the, the the police stuff. And it's just so hard. Well, not I'm neither to, am I at <laughs> all. I'm, I mean, I'm just trying not to, I'm trying not to relate it to current day stuff, but I feel like when, you know, when we start talking about this stuff and we start, um, saying that these guys and it was they fucked up they made a mistake but i mean these are also people and like there's people above them calling the shots i feel like too and yeah well fuck them
1: <laughs> like you have to it's not i agree yeah like i agree like, like, seriously, I, I, in I, this it's just like when like when a bad police officer like f- like does something terrible it's like you have to there has to be culpability like you can't just be like oh yeah. we fucked up my bad it's like no you 76 people are dead like we're This is where we're at.
2: No, you're right. Yeah, no, I agree with that point. That's fair. I just, I hate piling on, you know what I mean? Because it's just so tough with everything going on
1: today, I guess. Like, I don't want to. I think you're trying to say, like, you don't want it to be, like, what are you trying to say? I think what I'm getting, hearing you say is bad things happen, but that doesn't mean the entire system is bad yeah yeah to an
2: extent and i would agree with I mean, that
1: but i, would I just agree. think yeah. in this exact situation like the people involved up. that made those decisions i think they fucked up royally and they should be held accountable and they weren't like people were getting fined fit like 50 bucks because- yeah 50 bucks like, and the come fact on. that you don't have any footage when that was your sole job and you had three people doing it and none of them had footage it's like clearly this is a fucking cover-up and it's like seriously like that's that's the definition. Like, there's just oh, I guess just nothing. We just didn't have anything. It's well. Like, I on. mean, also Come just on.
2: goes to show you, like, don't go toe to toe, toe to toe with the fucking U.S. government. That's for sure. Like, yeah, man, oh, man. So, uh, yeah. No, is i that, uh, is that kind of your final thoughts or what? Yeah, no, my final thought. I do agree with you. Like, my final thought is, like, whoops, <laughs> <laughs> like they fucked up, like. There's no and like cults are. Well, I will hop back onto the word cult, but um, like who
1: cares? Like let them do their thing. Like I, I do agree. We, maybe we should specify because like there is instances where cults are off, obviously terrible when there's abuse of power and there's exploitation. Like so, for instance, we right. did the Nexium cult. Yeah, David uh, Ranieri. Yeah, Keith Ranieri, Um Keith Raniere. So that's what I'm saying. Like, there's definitely times where bad things are happening and authority needs to step in. And, I mean, maybe there was uh, evidence that there could yes. have been bad things so happening. So that's that's a good thing. So that's what I'm trying
2: to get at. Like, do you still need – so like you just said, like with uh, Keith Rudnieri – or, you know, law enforcement needs to step in. That's kind of the point I'm trying to make. Like, I hate just piling on to the, oh, like their blunders and their mistakes. And it, like, they're the fucking US government. So they're going to get over it. But I mean, it, like, we still need law enforcement, but this was, yeah, of course, a whoopsies. This was a big whoopsies. Yeah, this is, this was bad. <laughs> this was, yeah. like the, that's that's the what worst. I'm trying to say. Like, I, cause I just hate, cause again, like, I don't work in this, I don't do this work. I like, I don't fucking know. Like, Jesus, like I haven't been on a 51 day standoffs and they're like, you don't know what's going to happen. You got to go in there and assume the worst, right? Like what's going to happen. And they brought in the, they brought in everyone. Like it was crazy, yeah. but you know what? Like, I just don't want people to be like, Oh yeah, fuck the police and blah, 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 blah. It's like, you know, no. I, think,
1: I think if that's your take at the end of this, I think that's kind of an uneducated opinion in my opinion
2: okay that's what i that's what i want to come across is like you know what we still need the police they messed up i'm trying not to sit on the fence either they
1: fucked up no doubt about it but yeah, i think we're all in agreement there it's a huge huge fuck up And i mean i guess that's kind of my final thoughts is just i i i just believe that this the government was, <laughs> they clearly fucked up. And I think they tried to cover their tracks in many different ways that honestly, we really didn't even get into much other than, you know, like the lack of oh, recording and things like this, but there's so much to this topic. So I think we could have done this in two parts,
2: man. Like there was oh, so
1: much. So like, I we're I think still going. That's kind of my final take is yes, they did things differently. But like, isn't that the point of a free society? Like, if if, as long as you're not harming people, like, let let your neighbor live. You know, like you don't need to fucking kill them.
2: (laughs) Yeah, love thy neighbor, but you don't know what they. You don't need to know what they do between their own four walls.
1: Yeah, unless you have good evidence, which wasn't the case here. They they did an investigation before this,
2: Um, but like. Definitely not an expert on the
1: uh, sequence of events.
2: No, the 100th. Fuck. What are they? The David Branch. 100th Meridian. The 100th Meridian. That's all I can think of when I think about it. Not an expert on their uh, religion at all. But, I mean, they're not hurting anyone. And, like, people are religious and they're doing their things anyways. And look (laughs) at what happens with...
1: In the Catholic Church system, they're touching little boys anyway. Yeah. So I mean,
2: and we yeah, and they're
1: them. not getting stormed down by the FBI or anything. It's it's a no if anything. They're
2: getting a tax break, like it's crazy. No, no that's so a good I, point yeah, too. Yeah, no, it's insane, man. Like I just,
1: yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's tough. All right. Well, I think I mean that. I think that kind of sums up our final thoughts. That's kind of. <laughs> We kind of all understand what, what the hell's going on. What I on. could piece together, at least. Yeah, <laughs> well, <While> you're. <laughs> it's I better keep drinking. We'll move on. Um. So, Waco. Much more information than uh, uh-huh. we presented. We're obviously not experts. This was kind of just our impressions and uh, the the skeleton of the incident. But there's, it's. I think it's important. It's an important event to to know about. Because it, it's it's a, a case study of government overreach. It's a case study of like what freedoms and rights truly are. Things like this. It's it's uh, it's one of those weird ones. We could probably talk about it for a long time, but uh, we have lives, so <laughs> we can move on. We're sick of tired talking to you people. So, All right. So uh, let's, uh, let's hop in. So thanks to Sidestepping the Sun for making the intro and outro music to the podcast. It's always greatly appreciated. They're a Canadian rock band. Um, also, shout out to Raven Conspiracy Wine. It's the official wine of the podcast. We sport it on the second component of the podcast occasionally. It's a Okanagan-based uh, British Columbian wine. So it's Canadian. It's uh, soft red. It's really good. And also, it's Raven conspiracy, and we talk a lot about conspiracies, so it's kind of a cool overlap. Secondly, or thirdly, shout out to the king of flavor, El Yucateco hot sauce, Flavor Flav, best, best, best hot sauce I've ever come across. I would recommend starting out with red; it's habanero based, so it's not bullshit ketchup shit you get typically. Uh, I put on everything; like I throw it in. I make scrambled eggs with it. Throw it on KD. Anytime I have meat, I, I literally just use it like ketchup. Like I just get my chicken. And, and
2: this it, isn't like red ketchup, green ketchup. Remember when they had colored
1: ketchup back in the day? This isn't like that. No, it's this not. like, like way different. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's good shit. Zero calories as well. So uh, you can ha- add flavor to your food without having to worry about adding extra calories. <laughs> so that's good shit. So typically Envy will give out the socials. But uh he is not you here, so me,
2: you want me to do it? Yeah, you do it. Okay, well Damn. uh so you gotta check us out on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, uh I'm missing YouTube. YouTube. Those are H- all of our socials. Those are all of our socials. Leave us a comment. You can
1: find like you can listen to us on. We're on Spotify. We're on iTunes. We're on Apple Podcasts. Whoa, let me, stop podcasts. Interrupt. stop Whoa, interrupting. Stop interrupting me. I'm helping you. So
2: on the socials, leave us a comment. We love the support. We were trending number one in a subreddit not too long ago. What up? Um, <laughs> we need the support. We love the support. A, a like, a like, and upvote a heart. As yeah really Magnum, I, as megan calls it no. and, yeah well, they are hearts <laughs> they are hearts um yeah a comment constructive criticism we embraced we yeah, wanted to topic recommendations feedback. this was topic a listener this was a listener request this that's course. right humpy joe for you buddy love you um <laughs> yeah nice. listen to us on spotify i already listed there's a bunch Fuck it. Okay. You already just I will, I will and listen. Say,
1: so we release, an, we release a new topic episode every Wednesday, and then we have a post-swerve, which is kind of our bonus episode, reflection on the episode or listener comments, things like this, on Friday. Um, but we do have a Patreon, so if you want to support us, that would be fucking yeah. Here comes the charity part we of got, the podcast. We got, for, for as little as $1, you get access to exclusive bonus episodes. So these bonus episodes are regular topic episodes, but they're just Patreon-exclusive. And we put out one of those every month. So for just as little as one dollar, our ride the wave tier, you can be a part of that. Secondly, if you want to give us even more support for three bucks, slap that ass. You get access to early episodes. So you get both episodes on Sundays instead of the Wednesday and the Friday. So it's good shit. And I mean it's pretty dope. Yeah, no, it is if you ask me, it's
2: it's, it's pretty dope.
1: We appreciate it so much. And we just want to get better at doing this podcast thing. We're we're new, we're grassroots so the all amount of shout outs you get to
2: for that three bucks is endless shout outs.
1: So, uh, I also want to say, I mean, I understand Patreon's a subscription. It's a month to month thing. and It's kind of like, okay, that's kind of a big commitment, but you can also just buy us a coffee on buymeacoffee.com. So you just one time to donation. You're like, Hey, I like this episode. I like what they did. I learned something. Boom. Sauce us three bucks. We'll buy fucking coffee beans, grind them up. And we'll actually have like 10, 20 coffees, not just one. And we require it. Cause, uh, you know the research does take a lot of time, and it's nice to be caffeinated when we do that. Thirdly, you don't need to do any of that. We don't care. Just word of mouth is good. Give us a five star review on Apple Podcast. Anything like that that's super appreciated. And for the people that have given us positive feedback and reached out to us, that's greatly appreciated. So even like seriously, honestly, we even just a like and yes. upvote anything,
2: a comment, a share, whatever we love it it means a lot this is a grassroots podcast we started it up from nothing we go to school work we grind it out like yeah so it's just we just love the support we love right. it so thank you so much
1: all right let's uh ride that wave
2: you fucked up already oh slap, i fucked up let's slap, slap the, ass. the ass and ride the motherfucking wave